hello 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 welcome back to yet another episode of the nameless book podcast my name is Tirueto for all those of you who are new and this week's episode is homegoing by Yagasi I hope I'm saying that right by Yagasi um this is a very this is a very I don't want to. I want to refrain from saying great so early in the beginning, but this is a very amazing book, right? This book is about two sisters with um, whose trajectories in life t- are very, very different, right? Um, one of them, they have the same mother, different fathers, and then one of them is captured and sold into slavery and the other is married to a slave trader in the same country this book starts off in ghana so for me as a as a history kind of i want to say i don't want to say a history buff but like i really love and appreciate history right um so this is said during i want to say the 1800s um at the peak or amidst the tri at the, the tri-atlantic slave trade right so bit, a little bit of background in the into not try transatlantic slave slave trade right transatlantic slave trade is when um these british ships would come to the coast of africa either east or west africa and then bring about your finished products okay bring about let's say guns right bring guns sell them to africans right in return or sell them yeah sell them to the africans and then they would the africans would capture people well not necessarily africans or the other british um traders who were living in africa at the time uh, yeah let's let's not say africans well, yeah or well it initially started africans when it became lucrative more british people came to africa to start kind of like control the trade so they would sell people to them who would then take these people to the west south america the caribbean north america who would sell these slaves who would then work on these plantations your sugar plantation, your cotton plantations, various types of plantations, right? Where they would get your cotton and sugar and then send it back to Europe. So that is why it was called the transatlantic, you know, slave trade because that's what happened, right? So one of these, so this book in essence follows the, I don't know how if I could say bloodlines or the generations of each of these two women's families, right? Family members. And when you read this book in the beginning, I think she does a lot of justice to setting about the story in the very beginning, especially of the two sisters and the first two descendants from their line. So their children, their grandchildren, right? And one of this part one part of the story remains in ghana right and the other part goes 
across to um, the South, the American South, right? Where um, one of them, um, I think the one who was sold into slavery is um, S.E.R.A. Um, become, you know, their slaves and the one who remained in um, in Ghana and her descendants was Efia. And like I said, in the very beginning, I think the author did a lot of justice into building the story. And I have to say this because this is my very first historical fiction book. And historical fiction requires a lot of accuracy and a lot of research, right? And like I said, I'm... I'm a history nerd. I'm a history buff. I took a class in varsity on the transatlantic slave trade. So when I was reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is stuff that actually happened. And I appreciate that this writer took the time out to do all of this research. And, you know, even from stories that you've you've read, um, if you've watched Roots, um, all of these things, it's like lived stories of slaves and slave descendants and you can see how much work that she actually put into it so this book actually made me um really appreciate historical fiction one and so you know it's 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 taking you through the lives of these people as they're as they're going through it and it shows you every piece of history so for instance um let me focus more on the Ghanaian side of what was happening with Ifia's um, bloodline or generation or you know, bloodline. Bloodline sounds better. And, you know, you're seeing how when the slave trade was slowly being rooted out and family members were still dealing with... Um, oh, my gosh. Actually, I digress. Yes, but still on the Ghanaian side. Um, family members were still dealing with the um, the general the oh sorry English the generational curse. I'm sorry, I had a little bit of wine today before I started recording. Um, the generation was dealing with the curse of having dealt with or having been a part of a family of slave traders, and it was coming up in the generations below after Ephias, right? And it was showing up in dreams and how people felt like they owed a debt and they were trying to help abolish um, slavery and how colonization was coming about and how everything that happened from, you know, from slavery, dealing with this generational curse and the burden having dealt with um, or being a part of slave trade and how colonization began in this in, in in the country and how the British wanted control over resources and everything like that. As in they abolished one part of the trade that was lucrative for them. So they figured why not just go there and be in charge of it ourselves. You deal with the independence struggle that was happening in the country and yet how for this particular family they knew their history it was they were able to can i say trace their history and trace their lineage right and all the way down into like modern times like so you deal with colonization it comes down um into the independence post-independence and how the country is dealing and everything like that and I really appreciate it. Like I said, the 
the author did such an excellent job of telling the story, right? It provides a lot of context. Now, we're going to deal with the part of the family that went into slavery. It's never easy reading or watching or learning anything about what happened or what ha- what was happening to slaves, especially particularly in the South, in the U.S., right? And this author spared nothing, honestly, whether it was the, the lynchings, the beatings, or the tough conditions that these people had to live through. Um, and that's why I keep saying she did a lot of justice to telling these stories very, very authentically because there's a loss of sense of self, right? In, in, in being a slave. And in particular, people were robbed of their own identities. You know, um, people were beaten into learning how to, into being forced. They, they were beaten into submission to learn English. They were beaten for not be, knowing how to answer and there was no sense of like identity. These people were out in the field all day, sometimes not being given breaks. There were very, very terrible slave owners who I remember there's one particular character who said they were in there was a slave um plantation that they were sent to and they called it hell because no one ever escaped and it was really, really brutal. They were in the fields all day, they didn't break for lunch and all of that. And, you know, for a couple of generations afterwards, most of them were in enslaved, right? And even when the emancipation came about, there were still some states that were not necessarily releasing, you know, or that freed us. Well, not emancipation. Yeah, the emancipation came about and then some states some states didn't free the slaves, which is how Juneteenth came about, where one general from the north rode into Texas and, and found out that people had not freed their slaves and then said, listen, no, these people are free, which is the very essence of Juneteenth, right? And, you know, you see how people were dealing with um, everything, and the context of the way the people were living and the social the social structure of it and the way it was set up and you know with the racist hierarchies and you know how it was it, i don't even know how it's normal like people black people were being kidnapped off the streets and being sent back to the south to go and work in these um and just basically become like slaves. I remember one story, I think it's H's story, and it was so painful. I remember reading it and I was like, oh my God, what do you mean, right? And people were being snatched off of the road and being stolen, like basically kidnapped and you're being taken back into the South to become a slave. And even the, mod- the, 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 tran- the, the changes from slavery into a more acceptable form where you're being told that you're working, but you have you have like this many years to pay your debt like make it make sense and you're also not being paid and you're being sent into pits to dig and mines and nothing is safe it was really just a hot mess honestly now 
these stories as you're reading them you're reading them in parallel for every generation so obviously if you are recent you're reading you start with Ephia and Essie and you're reading their stories and then you go into their children's stories and you're reading them in parallel and I really appreciated that and obviously um not not obviously the writer did provide like a family trio sorts to allow everyone who's reading to be able to follow through and there's this one thing that happened at the end of the book that tied the book in together so beautifully that I really really appreciated it where I'm not gonna give away the book because I've been accused of giving away the book but it comes together so beautifully and I'm like I'm saying this is historical fiction this is um African history this is black American history this is a story about black people and it's really really so beautifully written that I feel like everyone needs to read this book. This is it's, it's um like I said also I I generally do not read historical fiction. This was a gift from a friend of mine um in about I'm not sure like two I think 2016-2017 that they bought it for me. I only read it late last year. And it's taken me so long to be able to say, you know what, let me do this review. And today I was just like, you know what, you owe yourself to and your listeners this review. Because I honestly feel like this is a very, very amazing book. I generally don't read historical fiction, but this has made me a fan of the genre. Um, even the latest, my latest read right now, I'm still reading First Women by... Um, Jennifer Nansuga Makumbi and um, I honestly honestly respect African writers for for the texture and context that they give to these stories and even every single character sometimes you're reading a book I remember I had to pause a few times while I read this book but I also kept I was so glued to it because the stories are very very interesting sometimes you get lost a bit in the book because you're just like, okay, I'm trying to tie the story in, what particularly was going around, was going on around here. And yeah, but I persevered. I, I did get some moments where I paused through, I paused through it because I was kind of lost. And like, there's so many stories and it happens when you read a story with so many characters, even in as much as it's one it's one story because every individual story also kind of pulls you in a certain direction over the other right um but like i was saying this is a book i would definitely definitely recommend that everyone read um if you can and you're part of a book club read it as part of a book club i would have loved to read this with my book club um actually i should recommend it actually i'm gonna do that um read it if you read it alone um come back if you see someone reading it um just engage them with it but definitely for me this book would definitely be an 8.5 out of 10 definitely definitely 8.5 out of 10 um i think this was the author's first book and um it's it's a lot of things it's beautifully written it's a beautiful story but it is heartbreaking 
it is heartbreaking sometimes it's taken me almost i think it's been almost 10 months i read this in november last year if my maths is math is correct yeah it's taken me 10 months to be able to write this review because you know when a book leaves you with a book hangover and you're just like my friend prudence and i discussed it after she read it and she was like yeah this is this book is 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 amazing um i would be down to read this again as part of a book club definitely so yeah guys 8.5 out of 10 for me um read this book i recommend it to every single person it's a very very beautiful book um i'm looking forward to reading the next book um well the new book transcendent kingdom um it's also about um a Ghanaian immigrant family that's living in America. But yeah, please read this book. I feel like everyone should read this book. Um, yeah, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please let me know if you did enjoy it. If you do pick up the book and like it or not, please do let me know. Um, yes. Um, I just wanted to say, um, I know that this year, this year I'm very, my reading is very, 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 very bad um but i'm not gonna be hard on myself because this year is just a lot right we're still living through a pandemic um yeah but i will say that um i am going to be moving up i'm going to be moving to doing i think i've kind of sort of been doing that in the past few months but i'm going to make it official now how i'm only going to be doing one episode a month now um because i am going back to school to pursue my master's so obviously academic reading is gonna overtake my normal readings so um yeah guys um we're gonna move down to one episode and then when i'm done with my master's next year we will revisit how many more episodes we can do a month so but thank you so much for tuning in i will be doing a bit more instagram lives as per your request um so yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in um join in um yeah please follow the pages on social media at the nameless book pod on instagram and do engage with all the content if you listen through apple podcasts Please, 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 please don't forget to leave a review. So see you. Well, yeah, catch you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in.